This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Podcorn. What is Podcorn? Well, are you a podcaster? If you are, you do it for fun. You also maybe want to make some money doing it. The tough part is finding sponsors. And if you've done a podcast, you know that can be interesting. Podcorn's making it easy, and I found it easy by using Podcorn. It's a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform. I did it. Set their own rates. I did it. And collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. I'm doing that right now. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown is doing the chop, baby. Oh, no. What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Welcome to the third annual Cami Awards, honoring the best and worst in West Virginia University basketball. I'm your host, once again, Josh Witt. When I'm not hosting the annual Cami Awards, I do a podcast called Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. This is, if if this was a podcast, this would be off-season episode one, season in review. But this is not a podcast. This is an award ceremony. Follow me on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV. If if you <laughs> I don't know what this has to do with award ceremony, but follow me on Twitter at I'm Josh Witt. Follow me on the Facebook, you know? And if you're so inclined during the award ceremony or after. Look, if this was a podcast and this podcast had show notes, click on the link in the show notes to get Unreasonable Doubt merchandise. But it's not a podcast. All right. Thanks for coming back. As you know, the Cammy's named after Cam Thurman. Best and worst of the season. Let's get started with the third annual Cami Awards with the first category, Best Feeling After a Game. The nominees are Northern Iowa Game. It was early in the season, and it was in another country, but this was the first chance West Virginia showed that they were a different team than the season prior. Obviously different because of all the turnaround and different people, but being down in the second half felt like we had seen this before. Last se- the in the last season, and this season they they came back in the second half, erased a double digit deficit to win the game. Best feeling after a game, Northern Iowa. 
Next category. Next category. Next nominee. Iowa State game. Number two team at the time. Iowa State or o- Ohio State. Excuse me. Playing Ohio State in Cleveland, so in their home state. Did not feel confident going into this one, and West Virginia put together a strong performance, including great efforts from Deuce McBride. And West Virginia wins that game, and that game the feeling was, hey, let's up the expectations for this team. Almost unreasonably. Huh? The final nominee for best feeling after a game, the Baylor game, the second one. This team, top five team, Baylor, beat West Virginia soundly in Waco. Last game of the season, senior day. And this was a confident win after a rough patch towards the end of the season. A rough February. Best overall performance, I would argue, of the season by the Mountaineers was in the Baylor game, and it was a celebration afterwards. And hindsight, it was the... The, not the season finale, but just the overall finale for WVU basketball. And the winner for best feeling after a game is the Cami goes to. The Baylor game. Congratulations to that feeling. All right, the next category, worst feeling after a game. The nominees are at Kansas State. Oof. One of the toughest losses against arguably the worst team in the conference in front of 800 people in Manhattan, Kansas. Bruce Pearl screaming his head off. They were wearing lavender. Worst feeling after a game. Because it really kind of came out of nowhere. Was not expecting that. The next nominee, home game against Oklahoma. Yes, West Virginia lost to Kansas at home. But this was Oklahoma. This is a team to try to break the the streak they were in, the losing streak, get a home win against a decent team. And Oklahoma thumped WVU at home. And it ended up being the sixth loss in seven games And this is where (laughs) the feeling by a lot of people, WVU fans on the internet was, I mean, I like Bob Huggins, but like that was happening. And the final nominee, the game at TCU. And this was the worst feeling in a frustration feeling, a game that West Virginia in this rough stretch should have won if they would have made a few more free throws. And yet, if the game goes to overtime, West Virginia loses a game at TCU. Those are your three nominees. The winner for worst feeling after a game is... The home game versus Oklahoma. All right. Congratulations to that feeling. All right. Moving right along. How's everybody enjoying themselves here at the Cammies? 
All right. Best moment of the season. This is one of my favorite categories. It's very specific. The first nominee, Oscar Shibway versus Texas. Yes, it was in a blowout situation, but Texas threw the ball the opposite direction of their basket at a fast speed. Oscar, like he was chasing an arrow, ran the ball down before it went out of bounds, took a couple of dribbles, and dunked the ball hard. And everybody loved that moment. And that's why it's the best moment of the season nominee. The next nominee, Deuce McBride with his running jump shot and then doing the Jordan shrug in the Ohio State game. It was a high-difficulty shot, one that Huggins definitely wouldn't have said, that. hey, Deuce, shoot that. And yet he did. It went in, and it cemented that win against Ohio State. Great nominee. And then the third nominee, this is unfair, but the committee has chosen the whole second half of the home game versus Baylor. I mean, really, a six-minute stretch in that second half where there were dunks abound from Oscar, from Emmett Matthews, and a Deuce McBride dunk that shook the Coliseum. But the committee couldn't decide on a specific moment, so it was a long moment the second half of the Baylor game. Those are your nominees. The winner of best moment of the season is... The Deuce Shoulder Shrug Running Jump Shot. I can already feel the backlash on that one. But congratulations to that moment. You deserve it. More from the third annual Cami Awards. Coming right after this break. Dyer Prime is a lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. Dyer Prime, they are a full-service graphic shop. I get the question all the time. Hey, Josh, I've heard about Dyer Prime. Half-service graphic shop? And I have to say, you don't listen, do you? And I try not to be combative, but it's like, hey, they're a full-service graphic shop. And then somebody will come up and say, that Dyer Prime quarter-service graphic shop? I'm like... Get out of town with that. They're a full-service graphic shop. You have a design. Give it to them. They'll put it on something. Or, hey, I need a design. Then they'll create a design and then put it on something. On a t-shirt. On a sweatshirt. They'll embroider. Call or text them to find out more how Dyer Prime can help you with a full-service graphic shop capability. Or capabilities. 304-767-4445. You can call or text them there. DyerPrime.com. D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at DyerPrime. The third annual Cami Technical Awards were held in a separate ceremony via Zoom video conferencing due to the ongoing pandemic from the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia. These awards included Best Exclusive Streaming Service to Watch a Handful of WVU Games. The winner was ESPN Plus. Best 
local commercial of the season. Goodrich and Geist. Get the good guys. Best nickname of a WVU player that did not catch one whatsoever. Sean McNeil, a.k.a. Shot Robot. Somebody really tried to get that off the ground. Favorite opposing player? Fats Russell from Rhode Island. Worst person to see in a split screen during a live WBU game? Joe Lunardi was the winner. The most downloaded episode of Unreasonable Doubt during the 2019-2020 season? The Ohio State game. And the least downloaded episode of the 2019-2020 WVU basketball season for Unreasonable Doubt. The second TCU game. Sources tell me, and this is parenthetical, sources tell me that downloads were affected by the dumb court design at TCU. People did not want to hear much less see what was going on in that TCU game. And those were the technical Cami Awards. Hello, everyone. This is Josh Witt. Yes, I'm hosting, but I'm also in the audience. And right now, the video is playing of the the in-memoriam video. So I'll describe what I'm seeing on the screen for you because this is a audio experience. Even though I can't explain how it's an audio experience since this is not a podcast. Anyways, I'm looking at the screen. They're starting with, oh, there's a montage of all the fine folks from AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. That Rob King guy, that other guy. Warren Baker. Oh, there's Goodrich and Geist. The twin lawyers. Oh, they really hit hard with the first one. But that's to be expected. All right, next. Oh, uh, there's a video montage of the best of Brandon Knapper, who has entered the transfer portal. We wish Brandon Knapper and his future endeavors. We, that doesn't make any sense. We wish Brandon Knapper well in his future endeavors. All right, it's transitioning. This is weird. Bob Huggins. It's just a still photo of Bob Huggins smiling. Zero technical fouls for the 2019-2020 season. I don't know why this is in the in-memoriam. I guess Bob Huggins getting technical fouls. The people who put the video together didn't really explain that one well. Oh, no. There's a big sign for Woody's goodies. And this is a sign from the St. Albans location. They're not there anymore. Oh, gosh. This is... <sighs> the folks that put together the ceremony are, are really, really tugging me, <laughs> tugging the, 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 the tear strings. Oh, gosh. Oh, the next thing on the video, 
Kansas City, Missouri. The Big 12 tournament. Oh, and then they just did like the big rubber stamp. Uh, like the stamp and it's removed and in red uh, bold letters it says canceled. <sighs> oh gosh, and this is I can hear from the music that things are wrapping up. This is the final thing. Oh no, it's it's Jim Nance and Charles Barkley and that other guy and Grant Hill. Oh, and that 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 weird song that I kind of miss right now. We all miss it. Oh, and then there's the NCAA tournament. Oh, and then here comes a stamp again with the red bold letters canceled. I know, bigger fish to fry in the world. A lot of crazy stuff going on. More crazy things probably heading our way. But no one shining moment. No uh, no 32 games in two days. And that's the end of the In Memoriam montage. This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by The Athletic. Theathletic.com, exclusive stories from an all-star team of sports writers. Talented writers like Alan Taylor who writes about WVU and the Big 12. Shams. Shams with breaking NBA news. Ken Pomeroy on The Athletic. Jay Glazer writing about NFL and more. Quality journalism from the best local and national sports writers. And you can go to theathletic.com forward slash pantry, P-A-N-T-R-Y, to get seven-day free trial plus 20% off an annual subscription. That comes out to $3.99 per month. These are stories with substance, no ad, no clickbait, just good content. Again, theathletic.com forward slash pantry. The Athletic. Created for fans, not advertisers. Hello, welcome back to the third annual Cami Awards. I'm still your host, Josh Witt, and this is not a podcast. Last three categories for the ceremony. We're we're making a good pace this year. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, the next category for the third annual Cammies, Rookie of the Year. The nominees are Spencer Mackey. Spencer Mackey? I'll read what I have here. He was a walk-on. But every time he was in a game, and it was seven games to be exact, it was a party. WVU was 7-0 and when Spencer Mackey made an appearance in a game. And speaking of party, when that guy scored and he had a three-pointer in two separate games, and in another game he had two free throws, 
the crowd went wild. Spencer Mackey, nominee for Rookie of the Year. The next nominee, Oscar Shibway. What a first season for WVU. Hopefully it's only his first and not his last. 11 points, 9 rebounds for the season. Led the NCAA in offensive rebound percentage. I can't explain that. I just know he was the best at that. And Oscar tended to have big games against the best competition. He was great against Kansas. He was great when it mattered. The last Baylor game, his second half, was strong. Oscar Shibwe, nominee for Rookie of the Year. Another nominee for Rookie of the Year, Deuce McBride. Deuce ended, if you round it up, 10 points a game for the season. One of the guys who really looked to score in a, in a team that struggled for offense. Deuce was always looking to shoot the ball, looking to score. Strong mid-range game. Seemed like he could, he could get over guys and get his shot when he wanted it. And also picked a spot to get to the basket. A couple of thunderous dunks throughout the season. Deuce McBride, your third nominee for Rookie of the Year. And the winner for the third annual Cami for Rookie of the Year is... Oscar Shibwe. Congratulations to Oscar for winning Rookie of the Year, Cammy. Our next category, Most Improved Player. This envelope feels light. There's only one nominee. The nominee for Most Improved Player. Jermaine Haley. Jermaine Haley, nine points, four rebounds, two assists. 55% shooting. He had better stats in his senior year than in his junior year and played less minutes. So that's very impressive. And one could argue Jermaine Haley, steadiest player this season, seemed like the guy in the first possession of every second half that Huggins looked to to get the ball to him close to the basket to score. And most times because of that 55% shooting, Jermaine Haley made a shot. So Jermaine Haley, um, glue guy this year. Strong season and definitely improved from his junior year. And I, again, that's the only nominee I have. So the winner for most improved player is Jermaine Haley. They didn't even cut the music for Jermaine. Congratulations, Jermaine. Um, we enjoy, I enjoyed the Jermaine Haley experience, as did the awards committee. And now the final Cami Award. Most valuable player for the 2019-2020 season. The nominees are Jermaine Haley. Again, a steady Eddie for this team. A guy that Huggins looked to to get a basket when there was a shooting drought and he played point guard. He played multiple positions. 
sometimes put on the best uh, offensive player of the other team. Strong season by Jermaine Haley. The next nominee for most valuable player, Oscar Shibway. He was the one for WVU that made first team all rookie team for the Big 12, second team all conference, and just had great moments. Very positive attitude and just very gifted athletically and also from a rebounding standpoint. One of those guys where the ball just found him and with his athletic gifts able to get over guys and get in position to get the offensive rebound and try to put it back in. Oscar Shibwe, most valuable player nominee. And the third nominee for most valuable player, Derek Culver. Derek Culver in his sophomore season. If you go to basketball reference, college basketball reference, and look at Derek Culver's stats and take out the free throw percentage category because he dropped there, his numbers were pretty much the same this season. Um, eerily similar in averages. And last year, he was really good, and this year, he was really good. Ten points a game, nine rebounds. He would have, I think, averaged a double-double if Oscar Shibway's not on the court, just like he did last year. Big shots when, when WVU needed one. And Derek Culver really improved defensively this year. Uh, it doesn't show in the stats, but more blocks. Yeah, he had some moments when he wasn't playing defense, I think, due to frustration. But I think if you take the whole, uh, Derek Culver – Improved defensive player and a nominee for the most valuable player for the WVU Mountaineers this season. And so the winner of the most valuable player Cami Award is Wow, Oscar Shibway. I think this is a first for Rookie of the Year and Most Valuable Player, but maybe it isn't because I don't remember the second annual Cami Awards because that season was terrible. So congratulations to Oscar. As always, with all of these moments and awards, uh, I will be accepting the award on their behalf. All right. And so that's it for this year's Cami Awards. I want to thank all the nominees. I want to thank everybody who attended this ceremony uh, remotely. And if this was a podcast, uh, me being your host, Josh Witt, I would say thank you for listening to Unreasonable Doubt and listen on whichever platform you want to. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcast, Castbox. And I would ask you to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And I think that helps the podcast again if this was a podcast. Please stay safe out there in these crazy times. Use some common sense. Take care of yourself and your family. And take care of those around you to the degree that you can. 
With that being said, I'm Josh Witt. This has been the third annual Cami Awards. We'll catch you next year for the fourth annual Cami Awards. But until then, I'm Josh Witt. Good night or good afternoon or good morning, wherever you're listening to this. If you were listening to this, if this was a podcast. Thank you.